Hey guys, welcome back to Missing Out Mondays, where we tell you what we're into. Start your week off right. I'm Tari J. I'm Lex Michael. And uh, we're joined by a good friend of the show, JQ Salazar. Uh, he's going to be talking to us tomorrow for the main show about the fountain. Um, but for right now, I'm going to tell you what I'm into. Um, so just this past Friday, um, uh, Hulu launched its second season of its original series, Future Man, uh, starring Josh Hutchinson of, uh, of Hunger Games Jorf fame. Hurchenberg. Jerv Horpblurp. Um and it's really funny. It's um, it's a little raunchy, so don't watch it with your parents, I guess, or don't watch it with your your pastor. Um, but the the humor is very sharp. Uh, it is uh, executive produced by Seth Rogen. Um, I like that he had the uh, the restraint to not include himself in the series. Um, not that I don't like Seth Rogen, but I don't like. Oh, when- dude, he's. He's in the the new season. Sorry, I, I've been watching it too, by the way. Oh, I know, but like, I like that. Like, he goes a full, like, uh, a full season without being like, I have to be in this, um, oh, because right, I, right. I, it like makes me feel weird when someone executive produces something and like, in, like forces themselves in. It makes me sad. But like, um, it it like lives on its own. It also uh, has. Um, uh, Haley Joel Osment in it. It has um, Keith David in it as well for the first season. Um, like, and the second season is just as funny. They like managed to progress the characters and do more world building. It wasn't just like a rehash of the first season, which is always like uh, a hard balance to strike when you're doing the sophomore version of anything. Um, so I highly recommend it. Um, Jay, you said you're also into it. Good. Did you finish yeah, it yeah. yet? Yeah, I watched. Uh, no, I haven't finished. It. I'm only like a few episodes in. Um, but yeah, no, I loved season one. Um, it was great. Yeah. Surprise! Like I just threw it on because I was like, oh, let's see what it is, and I ended up watching the whole thing. So. Nice. Um, what are you? What are you into this week? Um, I just finished a book by Philip K. Dick called "The Three Stigmata of Palmer Eldridge." I would highly recommend it. Um, if you've never read any Philip K. Dick before, this would be an insane place to start. So you should definitely do it. Um, if you want to take the usual approach and start with uh, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep, then you kind of will be more grounded to his style. But this is by far, I've read like a few Philip K. Dick books, and this is by far like the craziest off the wall, like down the rabbit hole kind of book. Um, recommend it to sci-fi people. Interesting. Is there anything about the premise that you can share or would even just knowing the premise? Yeah, I should probably do that. Um, it's uh, it's just about like there, there's a lot of world building that I'd have to explain to really like, you know, get the nuts and bolts. But in yeah. the future, people are people are addicted to a drug that lets you like live in an alternate reality for a small amount of time. And then like a new drug gets marketed by the government that is even better, but has like more toxic side effects. And then there's like a whole conspiracy behind this drug as to like how these aliens can infiltrate your mind when you're on the drug. Uh-huh. Um, so that, that's kind of one of those. And, and it just kind of gets wackier and you're like not sure of what's real and what isn't by the end of the book in the best way possible. Interesting. So it's like how yeah. the government introduced crack uh, as a uh, alternative to cocaine in order to control the, <laughs> the mass right. of color. Yeah, this this was uh this was written in the mid '60s, so I'm sure like you know there's a lot of counterculture stuff he was trying to get across there metaphorically, but um interesting. Yeah, it's it's 
awesome. Nice. Um, what about you, Lex? What are you into? So not too long ago, uh, the PlayStation Network had a sale. And so for 11 bucks, I purchased the deluxe edition of Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens. Uh, and I've been playing that. And I've I played a couple of Lego games before. I played a couple of the Lego Batman games. And I like them. I like, they're goofy. They're a little bit mindless. Um, but... I kind of like the odd sense of humor and there's something very satisfying about going and smashing up all the Lego stuff. Yeah. Um, really like the way they recreated a lot of the environments from the movie for this game. I really like, like you get to run around the Millennium Falcon, which is super fun. Uh, a feature of the Lego games is that in every big level or sequence, uh, you get rewarded for collecting enough of the little studs, which I guess was like currency. Yeah. You get rewarded for collecting those. If you fill up a meter, basically you get, you know, it's like, a, you got all the shit, good for you. And you get like a gold brick or some such at the end of the the big sequence of levels. Yeah. The only way to get that meter filled is by indiscriminately smashing the shit out of everything in your path. Yeah. The game actually expressly rewards you for wanton destruction. So now... Like when I go back to watching The Force Awakens, I feel like it's going to get super uncomfortable because every locale I'll be sitting there going like, oh, my God, they must hate me here because <laughs> I showed up and I smashed all their furniture and killed their wildlife and probably took out a few of their neighbors. These folks would not like me very, very much. The other thing I find sort of odd is that the, when you fill the meter, the what, like kind of what they call the you did it type thing is like you get this text on screen. It says true Jedi in big yellow letters. And I find it slightly odd messaging that you get uh, a Jedi title for wanton destruction. I mean, that's what the Jedi were all about, though. You know, they're all about that collateral damage. They don't care. You ain't a force sensitive. They're above you. They're gods, baby. <laughs> but anyway. What? <laughs> But anyway, uh, I do feel like the, the coolest thing about the game for me is that, uh, so they're using actual audio from the movie during a lot of the cutscenes. But for the in-game sequences, they actually have the entire principal cast of the movie doing their own voices, including Harrison Ford, which I was super surprised about. I did not expect that Harrison Ford would sign on to voice a character in a video game. But I assume at a certain point when they were negotiating his return to the franchise, he was just like, listen, I will do any fucking thing you want. Just kill Han. <laughs> so anyway, Aww. it's it's mindless uh, most of the time, but I'm having fun playing it. It's a it's kind of game where like if I've got nothing else going on, I just throw a podcast in one ear and I go to town with a lightsaber smashing the crap out of rocks and whatnot. Nice. So it's it's fun. If you've ever played a Lego game before, you kind of know what you're getting into. If you haven't, if you're a fan of Star Wars, it's still a lot of fun. Um, there are some really cool dogfight sequences where you're in like the Millennium Falcon or an X-Wing and you're, you know, you're just chasing after TIE fighters and blowing up turrets and stuff. And those sequences are a ton of fun. I would put those sequences up there with, with kind of the dogfight sequences in any Star Wars game that I've played. Interesting. Okay. So it's fun. It's yeah. fun, and I think it might still be 11 bucks. So if you've got 11 bucks and a lot of free time and you don't mind filling it with something kind of mindless and goofy, I would recommend that. Yeah. The Lego games are amazing. I used to play when they did. They had um, uh, the Revenge of the Sith uh, Lego game, um, which was my favorite Lego Star Wars game. Yeah. I've never... This is my first Lego Star Wars. Really, I think my third Lego game ever. Okay. I played, I played a little bit of Harry Potter Lego or Lego Harry Potter, but I don't know. Not for me. Um, you were playing the wrong Lego game. You got to do either superhero ones. Aren't they, aren't they all kind of the same? 
Um, no, because they all have different storylines and uh, they have different mechanics based on the um, the characters. There's a lot of I mean, there's a lot of similarities that I'm I'm finding between, say, like the Lego Batman three, I think was the last one I played and yeah. Lego Force Awakens. But also, you know, there weren't dog fights in Lego Batman. There were there's there are these um, shooting segments in Lego Force Awakens that are a teeny bit clunky in spots but i like them conceptually and that's something that i hadn't seen in one of these games before either yeah um i feel i find they're also really fun to play with your friends because you can kill your friends um like the dream isn't it yeah you just shatter their their like avatars and you uh make them cry which is my favorite part uh yeah you can't do that in lego harry potter it's all quidditch and 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 nonsense and and chocolate frogs um i don't know i i i think i've never played that one i've never played that one um but play the other ones jay play lego star wars <laughs> uh, no <laughs> um all right well that's fine you're allowed that um, just, uh, Lex, watch our thing, which is Future Man. I, I've been meaning to for a while. Yeah. I have yeah. not Dude, gotten the to pilot it. Is, the pilot is great. The pilot's like a great pilot. Yeah. It's a half hour show, right? Yeah. Only half hour. Yeah. All right. Um, the, what's, what's the guy's name? The, not Josh Hutcherson, but the other one? Uh, the, other, oh, the, the guy who plays Wolf. Um, Wolf. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's amazing. Yeah. I forget his name, but yeah, he's great. Um. Yeah. Uh. All right. Well, I think that's the the end of missing out Mondays. Uh. Jay is going to be joining us, as I said, tomorrow for the main show to talk about the Fountain, starring Hugh Jackman and Rachel Weisz. Um. Directed by Darren Aronofsky. It's it's going to be a real fun time. So make sure you tune in or, or get us in your feeds. Um. And speaking of your feeds, if you haven't done so yet, make sure to subscribe um, so you get this every Monday for Missing Out Mondays and every Tuesday for our main show. Um, And if you have a chance, uh, you know, go on iTunes and leave us a sweet rating and review. Uh, Any review we get, we we read here on the show. So uh, please do so so you can be a part of the show just as much as we are on a weekly basis. You, You could be the the red version of Jay. That's that that's my that's my pitch. I did the pitch. What? Ooh hoo. <laughs> that's this I don't like that. I just I just <laughs> let him go sometimes. There's not a whole lot to be done. Oh, I, I didn't like I don't like that. I don't want to have a red version. Okay, fine. You'll be the blue version of Jay. <laughs> um no. Okay. Uh so we will see you tomorrow. Thanks again for joining us on Missing Out Mondays. Let us know what you're into on the Twitter, which is Miss uh, Missing Outcast, M I S S I N G O U T C A S T. And if you want to talk to Jay, uh you can hit him up at the following. Uh Munchy King one three one at Instagram, Munchy with an IE. Awesome. Uh, we will see you tomorrow. Have a good day. Bye. Are they gone yet? Do you think they're gone? I, I'm I'm gone. Oh, okay. I was, I'm, I was I'm out al- like 10 minutes ago. I think I'm alone now. Did nobody, anybody, meow, meow, meow. I think I'm alone now. Okay. No one cares anymore. <laughs>